OTBGAA. Hurling games, all we can do is do our absolute best, and but we have to dust ourselves down and we have to go again. Just be the best that you can be after that. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. The Oakland A's are back home after saying last week they have a new home in Las Vegas. It hurts. It hurts, man. It's not fair, and it hurts, and it's not right. Sell the team, John. Uh, Dave Cavill, you're a liar. Rob Manfred, quit lying. Not willing to go quietly, this group of fanatics turned protesters Friday night, demanding the sale of the athletics. Wearing green t-shirts with the word sell and holding signs reading, keep the A's in Oakland. This group says they are not backing down. Uh, I think there's a good chance that uh, we as fans have a say and obviously have a say. that we can convince the team to either be sold or to stay in Oakland. Also, not wanting to give team owner John Fisher any more of their money. Some ralliers say they're swearing off games at the Coliseum. This fan base is the most loyal fan base in Major League Baseball. We deserve our team to continue to be rooted in Oakland. The old stadium, of course, is at the center of a multi-year controversy. In a surprise announcement on April 19th, the A's revealed they bought land in Vegas to build a new ballpark. Oakland's mayor, Shang Tao, quickly responded by terminating negotiations with a proposed project with the team at Howard Terminal. Meanwhile, longtime A's fans have been stuck in the middle. We got burnt with the Raiders. We got burnt with the Warriors. Now we're getting burnt with the A's. So it's like, what is, I mean, what are we, what are we doing? What are, what, what are we doing? Yeah, so they were the scenes uh, last month. First home game of the Oakland A's after it was announced that they will be heading to Las Vegas in 2027. And Oakland has had a difficult time over the last number of years. Basically, everybody's left. Golden State Warriors, gone. The uh, Raiders, gone. And now it very much like looks like uh, Oakland A's gone as well. To discuss and tell us more, very happy to say David Wallstein of the New York Times uh, was the only man the only man that we could uh, summon. David, time was going by very, very quickly. We got to know each other at the 2014 World Cup in Brazil. We had a few nice dinners out. You told me what it was like to have the glamorous job hanging out in the clubhouse with uh, all the uh, baseball superstars being a reporter on the beat. And here we are nine years later. Incredible. My memory of you, Joe, was you... uh working really hard, harder than pretty much everyone else. When everyone else is like, come on, let's go, let's go. We gotta, you know, hit the bar, hit the restaurant. And you were doing, you're diligently working. So just thought everyone should know that. Well, you must've been drunker than I thought because (laughs) that's not my memory. There we go. That Uh, happened. So listen, Oakland A's, I guess um, it's worth giving you, you know, our context because uh, still in my mind, for, for me and I suspect lots of people, the A's are immortalised in the global sports imagination by Michael Lewis and Moneyball and the famous O2 season where Billy Bean, a.k.a. Brad Pitt, uh, masterminded sabermetrics with the help of Jonah Hill's uh, character and a few names uh, changed and a few truths were bent. But that was the gist. They did go in a 20-match and beaten run. And so from afar, they have always remained that very well-run, clever, underdog club. And now 20 years on, it's a sorry tale. It's a very sorry tale. If you want to go back a little uh, further in history, it should be mentioned that this team started in 1901 in Philadelphia. 
moved to Kansas City in 1955, and then to Oakland in 1968. So, you know, the, the Oakland's benefit in 1968 was to the detriment of Kansas City and their and their you know their good fortune in 1955 was the detriment of Philadelphia. However, both of those cities then later got teams. I don't know if Oakland ever will again. And that's you know it's it's very unfortunate. Um they sorry they built up a loyal fan base there which is not reflected in the attendance because the the team, I, it's pretty pretty easy to argue that the team intentionally made the team bad uh, so people wouldn't go. And on top of that, made the stadium just an atrocious facility that is just, you know, it's it, it should have been replaced 15 years ago. Um, there's whole concession areas that are just shuttered, areas of the stands that are covered in tarps. Um, and hardly anybody goes. I mean, it's not uncommon to have like two or 3,000 people there for a game. But part of that also is they announced two years ago, we're going to investigate moving to Las Vegas. And why would a fan give that ownership money? Why would they, why would they pay for tickets, pay for parking, pay for concessions when the team is basically announcing its intention to move? So then what happens is, People don't go. Attendance is is very low. And then they go to Major League Baseball and say, no one's going to our games. We need to move to a different city. So they they kind of created the conditions that allowed them to move. I did see uh, some of the photos of attendances of two and 3,000 in a 57,000-seater stadium. And it is beyond a grim as you might yeah. imagine. And the stadium itself, this is old. It's it's an old stadium, the Coliseum, but not in a Wrigley Field, Fenway Park, iconic exactly. uh, kind of way. It's just uh, it's just old. That running down of the team and incidentally the, the uh, raising of ticket prices to drive down attendances uh, further and, and, and make the case that we have to get out of here. That is so Machiavellian. I mean, I, like, yeah. I, I first read that and I thought, oh, well, that's a, there has to be a touch of conspiracy theory about that. But uh, the more reading I did, no, it does seem to be a fairly concrete case. Well, uh, last year they traded their two best players and really got nothing in return. And, and they did it at, before they were, you know, at, before they, they weren't making all that much money. And that's when that really triggered fans um into into fits of anger because they were the two best players plus a couple of years earlier there was a player who was from the oakland area a guy that you could really market and build around and they let him go in free agency so people uh you know they they see what's going on it really seems intentional and you know you mentioned the movie Moneyball with Brad Pitt. There's another famous baseball movie called Major League um, about uh, a team that was in a, in Cleveland, and the it was it's the same scenario. It's like the the A's took the blueprint from this movie, fictional movie, of a team trying to be so bad that they can move, but then the team gets really good and they win against the owner's wishes. But yeah, it's really sad. And then on top of it all, and I, one of the fans in that clip mentioned it 
the 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 Oakland Raiders football team, which had pretty good attendance, they left in uh, 2020 to move to Las Vegas. And the um, Golden State Warriors, the great basketball team, which was selling out an arena that sits 40 feet from the Oakland A's Coliseum. So it's the same location. They sold out that building every year for like the last six or seven years. And they moved anyway to San Francisco where they knew they would make more money there. And it's just, I think for the people of Oakland, it just feels like a, a just this sort of triple rejection. Also, they lost a, a hockey team in the 1970s <laughs> to go back to that. So it's it's really this this sort of very sad abandonment of a, of a city and a, and a region. Yes. And so if we follow that thread that the A's are uh, deliberately uh, taking down attendances to, to make the move easier when they go to MLB or the authorities. You have to have some rationale like that to, to have the move sanctioned, do you? Because, well, Golden State Warriors clearly didn't. So so is, what's the logic? They do need some kind of a, a, a reason, i.e. our attendances are appalling. You have to let us out. Chicken and the egg. They're saying that, well, we don't have the fans in the house. We don't have the revenue, so we can't afford large player payroll, um, whereas others, and I tend to agree with the others, that that it's the reverse. They don't have attendance because they're selling off these good players and they're not a good team. Now, as recently as I think um, 2014, they had, I think, 1.7 million fans across the, the season. And that placed them about 24th out of 30 teams. And then I think in, in say, 19, I mean, uh, 2017 or 2018, they had about 1.5, 1.4 million. Again, Mm. it's not great attendance compared to the other teams, but it's not the worst. And it's not the second or third or fourth worst. It's about seventh worst. So they, they, now they're the worst and last year they were the worst so it seems like if the team is competitive more people will come in you know there was a time in in the late 70s their attendance was only 300,000 across the whole uh season in 81 home games Mm. so I mean that's like historically low so that was I think 1979 Within 11 years, they were up to, uh, no, 10 years, they were up to 2.9 million, almost 3 million, 10 times as many, because they were very good and they were in the World Series. So the, 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 you know, the precedent is set that when the team is good, people will show up. Yes, yes. And and why were the State Warriors, I know it's a different sport and maybe the NBA have different rules, the State Warriors were just allowed to move even though they were selling out every night? Yeah, um, yeah. I guess, you know, it was an old arena. It's 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 not very flashy. And and the thing is that, you know, you want to teams want to build these new fancy stadiums with tons of luxury boxes. And I think there is this sentiment that, you know, the big, big money of, of San Francisco and, and you know, um, Silicon Valley was less reluctant to go to these luxury boxes if they were in Oakland. Mm as they are in San Francisco in the Embarcadero trendy neighborhood. And, and so they, they, I'm sure they're making a lot more money in this new facility, in the new building than they could in the old one. Um, 
you know, and then and then at the same time, there was a, an effort to build a new new stadium, um, a new baseball and football stadium yeah. in Oakland, and it, it's a it's a difficult process because this the ownership is like they want money from the city, well, and the yes. city has enough problems of its own, and they don't want to just hand money over to a billionaire so they can make more money. So it's tough negotiations. Yes, yes. Yeah. I guess it's just it's so striking that the. Golden State Warriors made the move from a position of strength yeah, and the yeah. Oakland A's are running their operation into the ground in a bid to get out of there. So it yeah. seems like well, a very different way of doing it. Yep. I think baseball is is much more reluctant to allow franchises to move. Okay. Than okay. the other sports. Okay. So, so many more teams have moved in, in uh, particularly football, American football, um, and in basketball a little bit too and and within the last 20 years the 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 in, in baseball you you go to the um Montreal Expos moved to Washington in 2005 and before that i think um and i can't even remember um it might have been 1971 mm -hmm. the Washington um senators moved to Texas so that's two in almost the last 50 years that's that's not a lot for american sports i know it is you yeah. know in, in europe but for american sports that's not a lot so they baseball you know tries to uh limit how much that happens okay interesting so john fisher is the owner since 2016 outright and had a stake in the oakland days previous to that his parents founded gap so I dare say John has a few dollars in his bank mm -hmm. pocket. I was wondering where Billy Bean, a.k.a. Brad Pitt, was in all this. And uh, so last year, he's still involved, uh, moved from his position as executive vice president of baseball operations into a senior advisory role, working closely with uh, team owner John Fisher on strategic decisions. So I, I presume John Fisher is a major hate figure all of a sudden around Oakland. Yes. And, uh, you yeah. know, for Billy Bean, who yeah, presided over, uh, I guess, a very positive time uh, at, at Oakland to, to up sticks and move like this, uh, I, I would say he's undone any legacy he had there. Yeah, people don't really mention him as much. The ire is focused on... Fisher and a um, another guy who became who's the president of the of the club now called Dave Caval and Caval is a guy who is, or Cavill is a guy who they trot out to speak publicly on the matter okay. and so because of that people really really dislike him and they dislike Fisher Bean has pretty much escaped it he has been removed. Um, he sort of removed himself, I think, from day-to-day -day baseball stuff. And the other thing about him is, you know, he he was at the forefront of the analytical movement that enabled the the A's and then other teams that copied them to exploit market inefficiencies um, and to do well at, at lower cost. And that has now been copied by virtually every team. Mm. So they don't really have the same advantage that they used to. Yes. So if every team's doing it, including the teams that uh, spend a lot of money, then they're really at a disadvantage. So that's why that's that's that that's probably part of why they don't they're not as successful um, uh, on the field. But but again, you know, Bean's 
been working on their soccer team and so he's not he's not really as much of a focus on baseball anymore okay uh just a quick google by the way for uh those of us over here Oakland population uh, according to Google here about 440,000 that sound about right to you that size yeah but the region is several million million okay so you still have access to a lot of people because it's striking that the Raiders went from Oakland to Vegas in 2020 and now the A's want to go to Vegas as well clearly it's uh, lucrative but also to your earlier point who's paying for the stadiums in Vegas. I mean, this is always the the, 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 answer, the, the answer. Right. The answer is right now is nobody yet. Okay. So this could all fall through. And I, I I had a joke with my with my um, editor that because uh, we were sort of planning some of these stories, and I said, oh, and also um, I'll do a story in 2028 about how the Oakland Athletics are looking to move to Sacramento or something. Yes. You know. So it's not etched in stone they did buy land in las vegas or no they didn't buy land they signed an agreement to buy land but they want money from the state and the city to help them build the stadium and build infrastructure around it and that may happen i mean the if you've ever seen the the oakland raiders american football stadium it is incredible Mm. so you can see the envy in these other owners eyes and um so so that's that's a uh, you know tough to compete with but then it's not necessarily a, a done deal with the state that they will get the money they hope to but here's here's the thing to keep an eye on i'm sure that the nba is basketball national basketball association is looking to expand into las vegas also mm. so if they get in there quicker and they get money or tax credits which equals money um from from the state and the and the municipality they may get it before the a's are able to get it and so it's 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 definitely not done they thought they had this great plan for a stadium in the port of oakland mm. which is like i think the sixth busiest port in the world or something like it's very busy and it was i mean it was a glorious plan with a gleaming stadium and affordable housing and retail and hotels. And it's very tough to get to because it's, you know, right along the water. So they were planning um, a gondola system. And one of the fans who I I quoted in my story said he went to a meeting and he said, this gondola is how, how many people will it accommodate? And he was, he said he was told 5,000 an hour. And he's like, so it's going to take seven hours to fill up the state. <laughs> it's like some people think it's completely impractical yeah. and there's environmental issues and everything. So who knows? Who knows if this will, you know, in, in, if the Las Vegas thing will actually come to fruition. I, most people think it will, but it's not a done deal. Okay. Uh, as you referenced, it's an alien concept over here, the way... Uh, these uh, major sports teams just hop to states and cities thousands of miles away and and it's a a long-storied one going back to at the beginning of all of these major leagues and there's the you know famously in the 50s the Dodgers and the New York Giants heading out west and uh, as you said Oakland was the beneficiary of of the move from Kansas the uh, in, in baseball but the the other aspect which we we danced around a touch is that the 
municipalities or the states or the cities are often asked by owners, you pay for our stadium and we'll move to your city or you pay for the stadium or else we move from your city. Are are municipalities and cities, are they becoming more or less likely to pony up the money these days, David? Uh, it's a great question. It depends on the on the area. I mean, it really is extortion, right? Oh, it's a disgrace. So it's a disgrace. The owners are billionaires, and they can afford it. They can build it. For, it's 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 private enterprise. Why you know? But they know that there's so many loyal fans, and fans are voters, and you know. So, it really is extortion. I think it depends on the area. A lot of Cities that don't have teams will do a lot to get a team to move there. Like Nashville, Tennessee got got a, a the Houston Oilers American football team. Um, you know, so it, it's like it's kind of a this sort of a sneaky thing these other teams, the other cities do to get the teams there. Oakland has held firm, and I spoke to an expert who a guy who worked for the Athletics and the San Francisco 49ers. So he knows the area. He knows the teams. And he gave a lot of people blame the politicians. He gave the Oakland politicians an A because they've they've protected the interests of the of the city and the, the city's the finances. Um because it, it I it, it's it's really a a, a, a bold thing for these billionaires to ask for money for taxpayers to help build these stadiums <laughs> that they can finance. Oh, it sure is. Uh, and you know, another thing is that I, I, uh, in the clip, you you mentioned that yeah. they, they mentioned that um, a lot of the fans want the owner Fisher to sell the team, just sell the team, let it stay here. Yeah. Here's the problem with that. I'm guessing that the value of the team with just the the possibility and the approval of Major League Baseball to move to Las Vegas has probably doubled. So it's it the value of the team is in, inherently wrapped up in its ability to move to a more attractive market. Yeah. And so it's very unlikely unless, you know, it was it was, you know, uh, you know, Gates or somebody buys the team and, you know, altruistically to keep it in Oakland. Mm. Um, I, I think it's very unlikely that that the, the, the team will be sold and remain in Oakland. Wow. OK. So then a uh, very final thought. If the move is planned for 2027 and the team is currently putrid and the attendances are stark, I mean, there's a great book in the purgatory of the next three years for this uh, group of players. Yeah, I'm guessing they won't remain there. Like if, if they if they really finalize the deal, there's there's a couple of options. One is to play. They have a minor league stadium in Las Vegas. Okay, uh, they could move there temporarily for a couple of years. Problem with that is, you know, it can be 117 degrees Fahrenheit in in um, in Las Vegas in the summer. So that might not work. Um, they could move to another another city altogether temporarily. Or, as you say, uh, perhaps perhaps the most likely one is to remain in Oakland. And that could be very grim. Oh, indeed. 
Purgatory is the right word for it. Yeah, okay. Uh, fascinating. Hey, um, really good to talk to you again. I mean, far too long. Yeah. Always. Thanks so much for your time. David Wallstein of The New York Times.